Here we uncover the traditions that are working for successful parents. For the parents who are ready to do things differently but aren't sure how, go to wandahoward.com and download my free blueprint. It will help you create the difference you've been looking for and enable your kids to be emotionally healthy and confident throughout their lives. Now is the time to start doing things differently. Welcome back, everybody, to the Successful Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Wanda Howard, and today we have with us Brent Stone. He is the founder of Stone Co. And in his early 20s, already achieved the top 1% in the world network marketing. And I have been amazed reading his bio and everything, all the accomplishments that he's been able to do. But then on top of that, having him come onto my show and just the genuine person that he is and not all about the money. It's so refreshing. I'm excited to have you here today with us, Brent, and I'm excited to get to know your story more. Welcome. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Wanda. I'm I'm so excited to be here with you. Yes. So um, tell us a little bit about your family dynamics too right now. How how many kids do you have? What does life look like for you right now? Certainly. So right now uh, we have a four-month-old baby girl. I have a two-year and and almost two-and-a-half-year-old boy, baby boy. still my baby. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh he you know, he's um he is just full of energy and so awesome. He's just he's the best. And uh <laughs> and uh, my wife, you know, we're, we're just so excited. We're we're not done having kids. We we talk often about, you know, how many kids we're going to have and uh I know that we're not basically 3 4 is kind of what we're looking at right now, but we I don't know. It, if they're all like a daughter that we just had, we may have like five or six. <laughs> She's so reserved. And so it has been easy knock on wood so far, you know? Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're just excited and, you know, we want to have a big family and do all the things. And I have a, I have a sibling that has a son that's a couple months younger than my son. And then she's getting ready to give birth any day now to, to a daughter. Oh, wow. So we're going to have cousins um, growing up really close together, which is really cool. Oh, that is, that's huge to be able to have them same gender and same age when it's because it makes family reunions so much, so much easier. <laughs> I know, it's unreal. We're so blessed. We're, we're really excited about it for sure. That's awesome. And your wife's definitely a trooper. I mean, your baby's four months old and, and here you are. <laughs> showing oh, up she's, she's awesome. She's, <clears throat> she, she brings it up to me. I'm like, I'm, I'm cool to wait. She's like, no, we should have, we should have our third. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and something about <laughs> something about that all of that pain, and then seeing those cute little cheeks and big eyes. It's like, okay, let's do this again. So I get that. <laughs> right. Um. So tell us a little bit about your business before you came on the show. We were talking about all of the different things you have going on, and I definitely want to touch a little bit on that. Um. So what are the your two main focuses right now in your business? Sure. So I've got I've got two main focuses. Um, that's that's Stone Co. and then another company called Funnel Force. Stone Co. I've had since 2006. It's actually where my network marketing business was started, and I ran my speaker fees through there. I, I had some success early on, and then was able to have uh, I was awarded the opportunity to share my story and internationally even you know they they carted me around as this young success story so I got to meet a lot of people uh internationally and that was that was phenomenal and then in uh late 2017 um my wife and I started buying businesses and we've just kind of we've started some since then some other ones but and then 2020 I converted 
what Stoneco was with the network marketing and the speaking for network marketing into what it is now and my cash flow engineering and some of the different uh, services that I that I offer through there. And then Funnel yeah. Force that, that I mentioned is the advertising and the software company. Cool. And and you had kind of talked a little bit about the Funnel Force that first you work on um, the mindset and then you go into the marketing side of it, or how does that work for those who are interested in learning more? Totally. So with with on on Stoneco underneath Stoneco we have the cash flow engineering. So what what I do is I help people with their thought process and their relationship with money and how they look at it and their household economic health basically. And then I try to help people. I mean, I've got I have selfish intentions. I'll tell you what those are, but basically I want to help them make over $300,000 a year as fast as possible. Because then I can help them get accredited and then I can show them different um, cool investment vehicles that they don't currently have access to and that's that's exciting for me because then they get to see this whole new world of things that are actually available to to people that have a little bit more liquidity. And it's, 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 it's nice being able to like walk people through that, that process. Um, that's just a, I don't know, that that's cool for me. I, I, you know, my wife and I did it in network marketing, you know, when I was in my, my, you know, early twenties, mid twenties, and we helped lots of people become debt-free, lots of people make additional income, and then a handful of people make full-time income plus plus. Um, so that was that was really cool to watch people do that. And then in traditional business, there's so many different, um, more lucrative opportunities that you can, I don't, I don't know about more lucrative. I've got friends that, you know, fly the jets and all that stuff in network marketing and they're, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're, jet setting and doing that stuff and Ferraris and whatnot. But there's there's a lot of opportunity obviously out there in the traditional business world. And that's where I'm at now. And so what we are really trying to do is teach people how to not care so much about the money per se and making an impact, making a difference and making sure that they prioritize their family and and those things. And 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 then and then everything else seems to ha- fall into place a lot easier because people aren't so attached to the actual thing that's really the cause of a lot of their stress, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yes, it definitely makes sense. And it's so true that if you're chasing the dollar over and over and over, it, anytime the dollar fluctuates, your whole life fluctuates with it. But if you're facing or you're chasing the value and trying to provide that value, it it just smooths everything out so much better. So I love that you're doing that and focusing on that more. And I'm I'm really excited to see where you go with this too, and just see how many people this helps. This is exciting. Um, so tell us a little bit about what has that looked like then um, with balancing family and balancing business. You mentioned in your bio too to come on my show that you chose integrity over income in 2020. And it, that was all the all the explanation that I got there. So I was curious, like, how does that correlate with the family life? How does tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I I don't you know I don't build network marketing anymore, and it's not because I don't think it's a good business. It's just <clears throat> I was faced with a decision where I was basically uh, faced with some new information about some people that I, I I was in business with, and and these were people very close to me, and when we were going to um, tell people in our organization, they they wanted a, a different message to be displayed than what actually what had happened. And I wasn't willing to do that. And, you know, I went to leadership in, in both companies that I was affiliated with because there was a education company and then the actual corporation. And essentially, 
I didn't think that there was going to be any kind of reprimanding that happened. And if I'm going to build a business and I want my kids around, you know, that business later on in the future, I don't want people that basically don't live up to everything that we stood on stage in front of thousands of people talking about with like, you know, honor, duty, uh, yeah. respecting other people, you know, like all, all these things, all these core values that we supposedly have. Well, I tell you what, if we're not going to live up to those, I don't need to be along for the ride anymore. And I walked away from my wife and I both, we walked away from a pretty uh, good six figure passive income. And, and it was okay. Cause we'd already bought other businesses at that point. We had other income, but it was, I mean, nobody wants to give up a six figure passive income. You know what I mean? Not, not that I know of. And, and so we were, you know, we're kind of like, okay. And so I took all, I took the entire year of 2020 off. My wife got pregnant and we had our first son in December of 2020. And then, and like late 2021, I was, I went to my wife with this idea about, you know, starting another business. And she's like, well, you know, if you, you can, but basically just promise me, you're not going to like start work before like nine and end by 4 PM. So we have time with the kids. And I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. So that was kind of the arrangement that we made there. And that's when I, then me and another business partner started funnel force. So I, I usually get most of my work done bef- between like 9 AM and 4 PM. And I have a hard stop at 4 PM to spend time with my kids. And that's, 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 that's really important. And then I try to take off more time if I can, but, um, but we yeah. have a couple of businesses that we talked about that before the show got started. Sometimes it doesn't happen that way, but, um, but most of the time I can hard stop at four and then spend time with them. And yeah, it's awesome. Oh, that's really cool. And not just like, just to touch base a little bit more on walking away from that. Like you said, nobody wants to walk away from six figure passive income, especially, but also the social and the, like the stigma around it. You knew these people, like this was a huge, just change in your life and lots of different uh, boundaries that had to be set and different. um, Like that had to be strenuous, not just in the business world, but at home and um, so what an incredible, my wife, we were on the same page. No, my wife backed me 100%. And, and even if we didn't have the other income, we would have, we, I I'd like to think that we would have been totally making the same decision because literally it's, it's one of these things where, um, it's not that we don't have empathy for the people, not only that were affected, but also the, the, the people that, that you know, committed some of these things. And, and honestly, you know, what do you do? You know, you pray for these people, you hope that they're going to get things right, but we, we don't have to, I mean, Hey, we're not, we're not handcuffed to, to this business. We're not handcuffed to these people. Like, Hey, if you're not going to make good decisions leadership wise, then what do yeah. you expect? You know, if, what if incredible you- foundation too, that you're giving to your son and your daughter to see that example that, so that they just have that grounding inside of themselves to know, like, it's not all about the money. It's, it doesn't matter if we don't live by those values, like you just said, like it doesn't even matter. So what, what do you think like enabled you to have that kind of a perspective or that? Cause that is genuinely so beautiful in today's world. So many people want that. And so what, what was it like for you as a kid? Tell us a little bit about how your parents helped cultivate that or what you did to help cultivate that in yourself. You know, I, I think um, my parents just had a really great example of uh, work ethic and trying to do things above board the correct way. And, you know, it's funny, they, they had me in church growing up and and they themselves, you know, I know not everyone listening to this is going to have the same belief system and I'm not trying to force these on anybody. This is just my story, but I, I ended up 
falling away from what I, how I was raised, like my, my, my Christian faith. And I, 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 you know, I did a lot of things I wasn't, you know, I'm not proud of. And, you know, I didn't come back around to that until, you know, 18 years old or so. And that was when I was starting my business and trying to like straighten my life up. And so all of a sudden, you know, I, I went from this pretty, pretty wild lifestyle back into trying to just do as good as I could, you know, and just, you know, live in, inside of the, you know, grace. I mean, I certainly not perfect, but just trying to follow my parents' example. And, uh, you know, because I was so wild in high school, I, I wanted to make my parents proud. And up to that point, you know, I, I think I did the opposite. <laughs> they would never say anything, you know, um, negative to me about things other than just be worried about me. And, and I just wanted to, you know, show them that, Hey, you put good stuff into me when I was young. And now here's my way of being able to show you all. And, you know, now I'm a responsible adult and I'm going to prove it. So. Yeah. And that's so beautiful. And I'm tearing up a little bit. And for those that are just watching this on the podcast, the reason why though, is just because so many parents right now are so worried about their kids and they just want to know that they did the best for their kids. And when their kids do things that isn't what they thought and isn't what they wanted, that they can still turn out to be incredibly humans like you, Brent, and and turn oh, their life around and be able to, to pay it forward. So thank you for just choosing to do that because that's definitely something that has to come from the individual. It's not anything that a parent can force on a child. So what a beautiful story. Well, you know, it's interesting, Wanda. I, you know, I, I think about some of this and some of the things that I've, I went through and just for the parents listening, you know, if they're going through challenging times, if, if you've done everything that you can to do, you put good things into your kids at some point, it's not your, I mean, it's not your fault that I, I certainly, I can just speak for my parents. Let me do, let me do that because I don't want to step in, you know, I don't want to step on anyone's toes, but basically it wasn't my parents' fault that I was a wild kid. My parents lived, you know, gave me a great example. And so I just made choices. And there's a lot of parents out there that I think that are probably really hard on themselves. I mean, I can't even imagine parenting myself. <laughs> like if I was <laughs> my dad, like uh -huh. more, more kudos to him and my mom, like they so much respect for me now, because now, now that I have kids of my own, how do you even deal with some of the things that I did? And so that's just, anyway. I'll pause yeah. that and rest, but yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. So what, okay. Can you share with us a little bit of what was it that changed that for you? Like where was your turning point um, that you decided to get back on track and figure things out and live by integrity? Yeah, totally. So when I was basically just turning um, right before I turned 18, I, I was into this pretty active partying lifestyle and me and some, some friends were, into some things we really shouldn't have been into with drugs. And it was just like underage drinking every day. I mean, it was, it was no exaggeration. We were, we lived like animal house. I mean, it was just bedlam. And and so what ended up happening was I, I, I heard from a friend's mom that um, had some connections to a local police department and just was like, Hey, like you all are being watched by, um, by local PD. And when you turn 18 years old, they're going to press charges. And this was like months before I turned 18. And so I was, that, that scared me enough to be like, you know what? I'm not trying to go to jail. <laughs> so, don't know about everyone else involved in this whole operation, but um, I'm going to try to do everything I can to like, not be on the radar of the authorities. And so, and I don't, 
you know, a lot of times passed since then. And I'm just really thankful now that I like literally haven't heard anything like past that point. Like I quit, I quit doing a lot of the stuff that I was doing. And then literally a couple months later, I get, I get reached out to about my first business, which was the network marketing business. And then I just wow. wanted to take it so serious because I was like, you know what, I'm going to pour all my my attention and energy into something that I think that can help me be productive and build something of lasting value. And, you know, at, the, at that point, I was just like, you know what, this will give me a platform and it'll also give me a group of people to associate with. And I can kind of rebuild my identity with, you know, with some good people. And so that's what I believed and that's what I worked hard for. And then, you know, really, really the beginning of 2020, um, it, it kind of came crashing down when, you know, I started finding out some things and it was just, yeah, it was, yeah. It, was it wasn't great, but so then go ahead. How did, how did you meet your wife in all of this? Where, where did she come in? Totally. So, um, back in 20, 2000 and, 11 tail end of 2010 we met and i was actually at the time working um i was i was a manager of a dental facility and i was working for this doctor and she had multi-specialty practice and i was going to do a business lunch with one of the um managers that that we we're basically she managed some of the back i managed kind of the whole office and we were going to go and talk about some some stuff we had to work through and her her daughter was friends with Michelle and her daughter and her friend Michelle and one of one of the friends like met us at lunch and I didn't I thought I was going to be meeting with this lady to talk about like the office and she thought that this was kind of like a loose like hey we can get together my my daughter's my daughter and her friends can come well anyway um at the time you know Michelle's like 19 and and I'm 21 uh you know ish and so trying to figure out like um, you know, by the problems that I got to solve, you know, for my job. Yeah. And then I'm talking to her and then her, you know, daughter and her friends are here and it just, no business got done that day. But I asked her, you know, on the way back home, way back to the office, like, Hey, you know, what, tell me about this girl, your daughter's friend. And she's like, Oh, you don't want any part of her. She's, you know, she's, she's wild and all this stuff. Cause like she was close with her daughter's friends. And, and I was like, well, don't have time for that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and literally didn't talk to her or see her again. And for like a year and she actually popped up on the list. So I'll, in network marketing, you basically, as you add, add people to your business network, they bring with them their contacts list. And I'm literally making con calls trying to like contact these uh -huh. people and set up meetings. Yeah. And she was on the list. I was just, this guy. <laughs> And I, I left this voicemail trying to like sit down and like talk to her about what we're doing. And, and, um, she Facebook messages, messages me back like two months later and is like, Hey, uh, do you have a work opportunity for me or, or something like that? And I'm like, uh, kinda, I guess, but you can call me like we can set up, you know, it was just funny. But anyway, she ended up being, she's very ambitious and she was already working two or three jobs at the time. And she's getting ready to go into dental hygiene school. And we hit it off right away. And oh, we started awesome. like a month or two after that. So. Oh, I love that. I love how everybody's love story is a little bit different and it's, it's crazy how it can all come together. So that's so cool. So now let's fast forward to more of the present time and sure. You have eight different businesses. Things are going really well. Um, the funnel force is picking up rapidly, which is amazing. So what does life look like right now with your family? You have two little kids. And what what does it look like for you? What's on your mind right now as a dad and what you're trying to accomplish at home? 
right now, um, <clears throat> we're just in this process of just trying to spend as much time with them as we can. And, um, Andrew loves, uh, going to the park. We have a park that's really close to our house and going there. He loves to ride a scooter. And, you know, my, my daughter, she's, she's so young that she's, she's not, you know, she's, she's not even crawling yet. So we're just kind of like reliving, uh, my son's like that phase <laughs> right now with her and just trying to help her and get her to crawl and roll over and do some of these things. And we had her, we had one of her doctor's appointments as like a well check today and everything's going great. And that's, that's just amazing to hear. And so we're, we're just going through some of these, you know, beginning milestones with, with him where he's, um, getting to be very fast and having to like sprint after him and like parking lots <laughs> and things like that, where you just, Hey, you know, we're trying to learn like how to, you know, how to, how to, what's reprimands look like, you know, I mean, all the things as, as new parents, you're just trying to figure out for the first time. And I mean, no one wants to discipline their child. You know what I mean? Like just uh -huh. we're into that, that phase right now where it's like, you know, he's really trying to test his limits and, and we're, we're, you know, obviously how do you, how do you, come across as a loving parent while also trying to appeal to a, a two-year-old. I mean, that's kind of where we're at. And, and so it's exciting. And, um, you know, I mean, we both hate the whole discipline thing. So trying to navigate that has been interesting, but what there's, you know, we've, we've got friends of ours that have, you know, three and four kids and they're, you know, they're older, they're, you know, six years old, eight years old, 10 years old. So they've been through all these phases and, and, you know, we try to get as many tips and tricks from them as we, <laughs> as we can to make the process easier. But, um, yeah, we're just excited about trying to get active with him as much as possible and have him take his energy out. And, you know, he's getting pretty coordinated. So sports, I, I'm sure are going to be in his future and <laughs> yes. all those things. It's it's really fun to see what types of interests kids light up with our five-year-old. He's, oh man, he is constantly on the go. He does not stop. It just gets, prepare yourself because it just gets more and more energetic, which is amazing. But it's, I never knew just how much kids energy could keep climbing. I, that has blown my mind. So it's lots of fun though. And I'm so glad that you guys are enjoying that time. What would you say right now is like your biggest concern looking into the future of what you want to make sure that you instill your kids with and be able to pass on and just your, your family. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Legacy. There we go. What's it, what's the family sure. legacy that you want to leave behind? So this is really interesting because I think as cliche as this is, it's work-life balance because I don't want to have my kids think that money just flows in and you don't have to do anything for that. Mm -hmm. Um, but also, I, I don't want them to see me working all the time. So wh where's the balance, right? And so I'll give you, you know, the kind of a snapshot of the last week for us. My, my wife heads up women's ministry at our church and she just brought in Havala Cunnington to be a speaker for, she's out of Bethel church in California um, to 375 women at, at our, at our, at our church that she organized and sold this thing out weeks in advance. I mean, this was a really big event. And then um, I helped a little bit with the volunteers and had a team of like 45 men volunteers and kind of served the ladies in that regard. And, you know, that's a lot, you know, there, this event's been in planning for, for a year and, you know, you know, we're getting closer to this event, you know, we've got all of our businesses, we've got young kids, you know, but we, we, you figure it out. And, um, some, sometimes you need childcare. Sometimes grandparents can help, um, if they're local and, you know, ours thankfully are, um, 
but you know, for this event, like my mom was in attendance to the event. So it's not, you know, I didn't get my, you know, we didn't get grandma's help necessarily, <laughs> but her, her dad was gracious enough to, you know, help out some. And, and so that was really good. And, but, you know, we had sitters throughout the weekend and trying to get through, but like, that's, that's kind of like a rare thing for us. Um, cause that's like one time a year. Right. And then I'm, I'm just now starting to get into a, like a serving capacity at our church where I'm helping out a little bit with the men's event as well. So that's, that's cool. And, you know, we're just, you know, trying to, um, show them that, you know what, we're, we're very active at church. And then, you know, dad's got things going on between these times of the day. And then Michelle will still do some operational stuff with our healthcare company, which is in the dental vertical, but, um, maybe that's like one or two hours a week. Um, if we were to look at that kind of spread out over the course of a year, we could, we could say that. And then, um, I'll spend some time with that business, but really it, we've got some really good management team in place that really helps us out there a whole bunch. And so for her, she gets to be full-time mom and doing the things that she wants to do. And then, uh, I'm trying to work my schedule back. So if I can, what I'd like to do is I try to get to the point to where I'm working like three days a week. And then the other two days would be like taking them on like field trip type of activities where we can still be kind of educational and yeah. kind of go through like curriculum for like some homeschooling stuff, but like fun, interactive things that dad and mom can do with the kids. Um, and then that way, and do we you can... guys plan on doing homeschool long-term? You know, we're, we're not, I wouldn't even say that we're planning on that necessarily. We have, we have two really local, two good, really good private Christian schools that we're, we're looking into right now. And a lot of our friends go to like either of those. And so, um, we're looking at both of those options right now. So that's kind of where we're leaning. Um, just because I've, I don't know, I, I think that there's some benefit to doing both either homeschool or the, the private Christian route. And I don't know Latin and I don't know Spanish. And some of these schools will teach (laughs) these kids like kindergarten, how to speak two or three language. I mean, they obviously aren't fluent yet, but they start that process when they're really young and I'm at, I'm out at a space mentally where I want to take on trying to learn a language and then teach it to my kids. And so that's where we really see some benefit. If we can get them bilingual or trilingual or something like that, like, and it's yeah. not going to strain them emotionally and mentally and those things, it's only going to benefit them. That's where I see a lot of benefit there. Um, yeah, plus I'm not, I'm not a really good teacher. I'll be honest. I'm not. A <laughs> well, we, we homeschool our kids and I, I totally agree. I've been trying to learn another language because my husband speaks two languages and he oh. can start to talk with the kids a little bit, but none of them have really shown too much interest until our oldest. And now she's starting to take off in Spanish and I'm like, dang it, I've got to, and it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. So yeah, definitely start them while they're young. What would you say is, this is, this is, probably my last question is what would you say the tradition that like, what's something dear near and dear to your heart that you had as a kid, a tradition that your family did that you really want to make sure that you pass on that other people can kind of glean from that they can um, appreciate more in their own lives. That's really awesome. Um, I think just how my parents, uh, interacted with each other and they, they tried really hard for us not to, not to argue in front of us and to just make, um, make time where we were all together as a family special in the evening times. Mm -hmm. So it's not even like something that's like once a year, like a, like a Christmas tradition or something like that necessarily, even though those are really special and those stand out to me too. But 
Um, it's just how they tried to interact with each other and really make things work because honestly, looking back on it now, uh, it's just, it's really awesome to be able to, to appreciate what, what now looking back on those memories, how much effort went into like making just the day to day, um, exciting and warm and you feel like you're home and you're not just a burden to your parents. Yeah, I think that's beautiful, especially right now. The world is consumed with this idea of in order to be a good parent, you've got to do more. You've got to be busy. You've got to be involved in all these different things and and the success of the world as well. And, And so just that reminder that along with your story of falling into the pathways that your parents probably weren't excited about, and then you coming back and turning around and being like, this is what really stood out to me. It wasn't the big fancy things or it wasn't the once a year traditions or the vacations, but it was that consistency. So I really hope everybody listening can just take that moment to reflect on what they're doing right and just how much the atmosphere of home is what makes the longest and biggest impact on our kids. So thank you so much, Brent, for joining us today. And for those who are like, they want to get to know you more, they want to be part of your world, they want to know about all your businesses and the different opportunities that you have, where's the best place for them to go? So if they want to just reach out to me on LinkedIn or on on Facebook, that's totally fine. Um, and then on my my website is where you're going to basically see everything lined up and that's stonecorsl.com. But on on LinkedIn, I'm Brent Stone and I usually pop up I, from from everyone that I've spoken to. If they type in Brent Stone, I usually pop up and there's there's a picture of me on there and um, people can identify me based upon if they see on like a podcast or something like that. And I'm I'm pretty easy to connect with for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Brent. And thank you, everybody, for joining us today. And we will see you all next time. Thanks, Wanda. Have an awesome day. You too. Thank you again for being a part of our podcast family and for the difference you are making right now in the world and in the walls of your own home. If you're wanting to support parents everywhere, you can do that by leaving a rate and review. This helps so many find connection and answers they are searching for. Also, don't forget to go to wandahoward.com and get your own free parenting blueprint. I love you all and we will see you next time.